Welcome to AM Best Audio. The macroeconomic and geopolitical conditions that shaped the world economy last year will largely remain relevant in 2024. That according to a just-released report from Munich Re. I'm John Weber for AM Best Audio, and I'm speaking today to Munich Re's chief economist, Michael Menhart. Michael, so glad you could join us today. Great to be here, Tom. So, Michael, what were some of the key findings of the report? Uh, I think we had four key findings. Um, First of all, politics and policies will shape the world economy in the year 2024. Um, Politics, because we believe that geopolitical conditions will really remain challenging. And and policies, because uh, we believe central bank policies will absolutely play a key role for the economy and for the financial markets. The second key finding is that uh, I expect rather low global economic growth in 2024. Most of that would come from emerging markets, rather weak growth in the advanced economies. Um, Thirdly, I believe that inflation rates, um, which came down in 2023, will decline further in 2024. But now comes the hard part. Bringing inflation down to the central bank target of 2% will prove a greater challenge than it was to reduce inflation to the current level. And um, the fourth point would be that, um, of course, I also believe that major central banks will start lowering interest rates during 2024. But um, I think that monetary policymakers will be cautious and, and, and we have to wait a little bit longer than markets think. And maybe the reduction is lower than many expect. So, Michael, you're in Germany. I'm in the U.S. Yes. Uh, I have to admit I'm a little biased here, so I'm going to ask, (laughs) how does the U.S. economy fare relative to the global economy? Well, first of all, the the U.S. economy proved to be very resilient in 2023, despite uh, concerns of a a recession looming. And I I know in, in economist conferences like one year ago, um, and, and almost, almost everybody expected some sort of recession, and, and the opposite proved to be true. Why was that surprising? First of all, because the, the very strong monetary tightening by the U.S. Fed would have hinted at a substantial decline in economic growth, and um, and with that, at least so the expectation, of course, an increase in unemployment would also have depressed overall demand. Uh, Actually, quite to the contrary, the labor market has shown remarkably resilient and and unemployment has stayed low um, as a result with a a, a real GDP growth of 2.5% in 23. That was the strongest among the major advanced economies. And um, and what does this mean for 24? In in, in my view, uh, a soft landing of the US economy is the most likely scenario. A soft landing, however, with somewhat weaker growth. Um, I believe that private consumption would be less dynamic. Um, I think much of the excess savings has already been reduced. I would expect a little bit lower investment impulse, uh, which used to be very strong last year due to the Inflation Reduction Act. So overall, we do expect the real GDP growth in US to be around 1.4%, which may be slightly cautious um, given the most recent labor market data, which once again was very strong. But in any case, that would still be another year of the U.S. economy outperforming 
especially the major economies in Europe. So um, 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 uh, no recession, lower growth, but stable growth. You mentioned the Inflation Reduction Act. Is inflation still a concern, however? Uh, absolutely. It, it definitely is a concern. Um, in, inflation has come down over the course of the year 2023. Uh, that was largely um, um, also due to, for example, energy prices. Um, um, and, and what, of course, it also helped that the global supply chain distortions largely came to an end. And there are good reasons to believe and to expect that inflation will go down further in 24. But there is no automatism that we can simply extrapolate what happened last year. And the hard part comes now, and especially labor markets and, and wages will be key drivers um, that, in my view, the central, central bank targets of 2% will not be reached soon. We still have a, a huge labor shortage. Um, um, also in the U.S., the U.S. economy just added another 353,000 jobs in January, so very strong labor market. Um, and, and despite the wage increases, which, which, which already happened, employees still feel the negative effect of the high inflation rates on their real income over the last years and will make corresponding wage demands. And due to the labor shortage, um, this will be something very relevant. Of course, on the other hand, the, the um, impulses from low energy prices are running out and, and we have a somewhat weaker economic growth, which should dampen the inflation further. But given the very strong labor market, um, I would expect uh, a further decline in CPI inflation in the U.S., um, and, but, but not as much as we have seen in the, in the past. And, and therefore, my forecast would be around 2.7% inflation in the year 2024 for the U.S. Customize your data experience. BestLink now offers an interactive company dashboard that provides company-level intelligence in a fast, user-friendly interface featuring interactive tables, charts, and sparkline performance histories. Customize the dashboard tiles to prioritize the insurer ratings, data, and analytics that best support your workflow. AM Best. Our insight, your advantage. And those labor numbers were just remarkable, weren't they? They were absolutely remarkable, and it's, it's, it's really astonishing how strong labor markets are. By the way, in the U.S., but a, a very similar picture we have in Europe. In, 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 and that's, that's, that's key also for um, the inflation forecast, and it is also key for what central banks have to take into account when making their monetary policy decisions. Because, because um, now key for inflation is wage growth, and wage growth is very much dependent, of course, on the strength of the labor market. Uh, so, Michael, what are some of the economic risks as, as we move forward? Um, I, I think um, overall for the U.S. economy, risks to both growth but also to inflation are largely balanced. Um, downside risks um, to the growth outlook come especially from potential lagged effects of, of past monetary tightening, um, for instance, we, we only very recently have seen a decline in commercial loans on a year-to-year -year basis, despite the higher interest rates and, um, and the fact that U.S. banks are reporting tighter lending standards since, I would say, the middle of 2022. So, so it could be that business investments will finally be affected in a um, strongly negative way 
which of course would mean lower economic growth. Um, regarding inflation risks, um, continued surprisingly strong labor markets and, and corresponding wage growth could imply inflation outcomes higher than expected. And of course, what we always have, and especially in the current environment, global and geopolitical shocks uh, that could affect energy markets and potentially transport costs, just think about what's going on in the Red Sea right now, could lead to renewed inflation pressure as well. So, Michael, when people like you speak, people sit up and listen, myself included. So I got to ask, what is Munich Re's forecast for the global economy for 2024? Um, well, overall, it's 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 not too optimist uh, too optimistic, but but not devastating either. I expect low global economic growth in 2024. Most of the growth will come from emerging markets. Growth dynamics in the advanced economies will be weak, but not in a recessionary mode. Um, still, elevated inflation will uh, play a key role. High interest rates, um, so low growth, but no recession. Um, I expect inflation rates um, in all advanced economies to further come down, but just as explained, the underlying inflation pressure remains elevated. I do not believe that the major central banks, um, 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 that, that they can already say that the central bank targets are reached, but I do believe that they will start lowering the interest rates during 2024, but they will be cautious. They will be cautious um, and try to avoid a premature monetary easing, um, especially because of the strong labor markets. The, the risk of premature monetary easing, in my view, is higher than the risk of being too late and then risking a recession. Um, and that's why I would not expect to see any rate cuts before summer of 2024. Then what should business at large and the insurance industry more narrowly be taking away from this report? I think four key messages. Geopolitics will remain key and need to be watched. And the second message would be expect lower growth, but no recession. Expect lower inflation, but not inflation down to the central bank targets. And um, um, most importantly, central banks will remain cautious. Markets are too optimistic right now. That's what I would say. Michael Menhart, so glad you could speak with us today. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. That was Munich Re's chief economist, Michael Menhart, and I'm John Weber for AM Best Audio. Looking to get the attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms to do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day, Find out more by contacting our Advertising Services Business Development Team at 908-882-1706.